Good morning and welcome to another episode of Align with Lina. And these programs I do for one reason and one reason only, and it is to inspire others who just like me, just like you, just like my guest, Dan, are ordinary people who are undergoing an extraordinary spiritual awakening. And what this awakening means is that we're beginning to realize that there is way more to life than what we had been taught by our parents, by society, by religion, by the government. We're beginning to realize that we are actually connected in a much, much bigger way to all that is. And that process can be very scary if, if you don't understand what's happening. I know it was very scary for me when it started back in 2002. After my mom passed away, I entered into the dark night of the soul. And it was an opportunity for me to come and get to align with the truth of who I am. And that process took a while. And ever since then, I was inspired to become a, a, an awareness coach and assist people through their own awakening, which I've been doing now since 2007. So I love to give you examples of how, how people are waking up, what inspires them, what activates their awakening, how they go through it. And more importantly, I think, is how they stay aligned with that awakening that is happening. So please assist me in join in assist me in welcoming my guest Anne Ciccone. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so grateful that you are part of the program. Um, and let's just start with you, where I start with everybody. When did you begin to notice that you were experiencing a questioning, a a, um, a curiosity that was letting you know that there had to be more to life than what you thought there was? Well, um, I can say that I was surrounded by it when I was a child. However, that's not something that really affected me as much as later. Um, started going through life and taking the ups and downs and thinking that it was all in my power. And um, when it's when you operate from that perspective, then um, it really is all in your power. You are you are failing, you are succeeding sometimes, but it gets exhausting. And I realized that I went through a period of time where I traveled for work, and it was eight years. And uh, I was really on my own, although I've been married for 38 years. Um, when you're traveling and you're working away from home for five of the seven days of the week, yeah. you're pretty much alone. And um, I think that started a journey of, it's it was a darkness for me. It was mm -hmm. trying to do it on my own, falling into things that I didn't want to fall into, um, mindsets and all types of things. And I, and I did get exhausted. And um, I finally realized that I needed to leave that. Uh, something was pulling me and telling me, you need to get out of this. This is not good for you. Yeah. And I didn't have anything to go to, actually. I was making a very good living, but um, I was suffering for it. So that was the first inkling. Something yeah. was pulling me to, like, get out of this lifestyle and go back. And so I did, and, and it worked out fine as far as work and everything was concerned. I joined a, another firm, a design firm. 
And I just lost you, so. No, this, 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 and it was just a pulling, yes. I'm sorry, I lost you for a second. So you joined a design firm. That was the last thing I heard. Oh, I joined a design firm, and then, but still, I was, there was something incomplete in me. There was something yearning. There was something searching. There was something that was empty. There, It just kept on pulling me and got stronger. It's kind of like the noise got stronger and stronger. <laughs> um, we, I, uh, we had moved into this neighborhood that I live in now, and um, which was 19 years ago. And I met a girl in the neighborhood through another person, my, my neighbor across the street. And she brought me to a non-denominational church. And I finally just realized what a relationship is. And um, it was just I was ready. Whatever, yeah. whatever it was, I was ready to hear something else. And uh, that was my awakening. Oh, wow. So this was then if you moved into that community, you said 19 years ago. So roughly 19 years ago is when this really got got started. Yes. So when you said that you you finally discover what a relationship is mm -hmm. about, what a relationship with whom or with what? Well, for me, it's Jesus. OK, I have a relationship with Jesus and I you it's hard to explain <laughs> because when you finally, Not some people mean. call it an awakening, some people call it different things. But um, for me, it was finally accepting it in my heart and my soul. Yeah. And it is a feeling that comes over you. It is a knowing, a deep knowing that you are connected to everybody else that you are, you have a higher power that is guiding you, um, that uh, you are not alone and you are not purposeless. Mm -hmm. Yes, those, those things are beautiful. And, and for me, my guide, my connection was also specifically with Jesus. Mm -hmm. I had grown up Catholic and mm -hmm. I frankly didn't want much to do with the Catholic church. As a matter of fact, when my mom passed away, I was 41 years old at that time. And mm -hmm. I was taking my children to a non-denominational church. And mm -hmm. they did speak uh, about Jesus and that felt comfortable, but they also added a lot of the fear and the hell and the sin. And those things never resonated with me even since the time I was a child. So my, my mom's passing Mm -hmm. had me face my fear of death and going to hell because I was a sinner. So it's like mm -hmm. all of those things that I didn't like about the church came back, mm -hmm. um, came back in front of me for me to mm -hmm. look at. And then I began to receive the guidance. I began to hear the voice and, mm -hmm. and it wasn't an audible voice. It was a mm -hmm. knowingness voice. I could mm -hmm. hear it, but mm -hmm. more than anything, I could feel it. Mm -hmm. So I totally understand what you're talking about. And yes, today in spiritual circles, that would be called, you know, a, an awakening, a, a realization, mm -hmm. a deep, mm -hmm. um, a deep shift internally into a, an acceptance without a shadow of a doubt. You could even call it a, a being born again. I mean, there's so many words that we use mm -hmm. to describe that. Yeah, I call it being born again um, because you are in essence. Mm -hmm. And um and uh, for me, it, 
the the sin and the going to hell was not part of it. Oh, that's um, beautiful. Because you don't go to hell because you sin. You go to, <laughs> you know, you have to accept Jesus. That's what, you know, so it's the knowing and the relationship and the following that, you know, gets you. So it's, it is not that fear-based, you know, um, religion. Yes. And so many people grow up with that fear-based religion and from mm -hmm. that fear maintain that sense of separation. Mm -hmm. um, I can't be good enough to accept yeah. or I can't be good enough to read. You can't turn your way into heaven. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <You just> can't. <laughs> no one's good enough. <laughs> so, she, well, in and in, in the the course in miracles that I'm a student of, uh, mm -hmm. which is is information that was given by Jesus gave gave it to a woman named Helen. So mm -hmm. much, you know, much in the ways that so many things in in um, are are so many spiritual teachings, truth teachings. It doesn't matter what religion they are, what faith, so much truth is coming to us from the universe, from source, from spirit, because God is everywhere, source is everywhere. And the Course in Miracles is a, is a particular teaching that was received by this woman and, and Jesus in it explains, shares exactly what he taught 2000 years ago. Love your God, love your neighbor, love yourself. Mm -hmm. And he makes the point over and over and over again, see me as your brother, see me mm -hmm. as as the brother who is one step ahead of you, but not any more uh, different or better or special than you. Um, and it creates such a wonderful it's like you're talking to your closest friend. You're talking to that older brother that really loves and cares about you and just wants you to know that you are just as beloved by the father as he is, as everybody is. Tell me a little bit about your relationship with with Jesus. What a, what allowed you, or just to share whatever you want to share about your relationship. Gosh, I can't do life without it. Uh huh. Um, it's it's really gotten to that point, and 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 as your heart opens more and more to wanting more and more. I realize that I am getting revelations more and more and more um, on a higher level than, you know, when you first start. Um, and um, it, it's just a part of my life. I mean, it's, he's the most important part of my life. He's above everybody else. So above my husband, above myself. And so um, I could never do life without it. I get, I've, ever since then, I've had a peace. Um, I've always loved people, but, but the love goes so much more deeper now for each other. Yeah. Um, and um, and um, more and more is revealed to me and, and, and I, like I said, I can't do life without him. I talk to him all the time. Um, sometimes I do hear him um, kind of audibly. Um, and everybody experiences a different way. Yes. And what's so beautiful about, um, about what you just said is that 
the love that is expressed by this consciousness that we know as Jesus, Jesus that came in human form, but to me it's the Christ consciousness that is, is the, the same consciousness that permeates all that is, mm-hmm. is that it does meet us exactly where we are. Mm-hmm. And in some of my conversations with, with Jesus, which is beautiful because I get to, to ask questions and I get answers, which is so incredibly, mm-hmm. it's so amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it tells me, because when I ask, well, what, what about the Muslims? What about the Jews? And he says, I speak to everybody, uh, mm-hmm. to the Jews. I speak through Moses, to the, to the Muslims. I speak through Muhammad. It's the same, the same exact love. He says, there aren't different kinds of loves. There aren't different kinds of consciousness. There is the one father. And one of the things that helped me understand that is, huh? Love is universal. Oh, absolutely. It it is one love and we all receive it however we receive it. So something you said that I I want to piggyback on that because it's it's the exact same way for me. You said that that relationship is above everything else. So I recently got into a relationship with with a gentleman. This was maybe about, I don't know, five, six years or five, six months ago. Very, very relatively new. And one of the things that I said to him is that I, I have a specific order of priorities in my life. Number one is my connection with all that is, with consciousness, God, source, spirit, Jesus, whatever we want to call it. Aligning and doing the will of the father, mother, God is my number one priority. Once mm-hmm. that is in place, there is no way not to want to do that because my life is fun and easy because I follow that guidance. Number two is my relationship with my children and my best girlfriends um, and my family, my sisters, because they have been there through all of my other relationships. And I, I can count on them no matter what. So this sweetheart was going to come in third. And I wanted to make sure he was OK with that, because there cannot be somebody who's going to take precedence over Number one, my connection, my alignment with source, but number two, also my those that I know I can count on no matter what in this physical realm. So I mm-hmm. appreciate that you you also live by that. But mm-hmm. isn't that isn't that for you an incredible comfort as a as a life coach and doing this for 14 years when I'm assisting people through their awakening process? One of the most mm-hmm. difficult things is to trust that God's going to take care of them when they've been used to doing things all by themselves, you know, like you were saying, you know, traveling and feeling alone and, and doing things your way, you spent a a fair amount of your life doing it that way. So Mm -hmm. I, I too was very used to my way or the highway. Mm -hmm. So that shift is a shift that happens when you come to trust the source, when you come to develop a relationship and you can count on it. Um, and for some of us, I know for me, my awakening uh, that that happened uh, happened instantaneously when I, I merged with God, with source, with spirit, with Jesus. But then my mind still had old information, old thinking. So it took a while to go back and, and change my my old thinking patterns to allow myself to really surrender and do the the will of the creator what was that process like for you to come to where now you know it's all you want um i think you know it's 
at first you are just so filled yeah. that you bubble over with it. You know, <laughs> I can't, that's the best way I can explain it. It's like, you want to tell everybody, table. you want to go everybody, you want to say, tell everybody you've got, you know, you've got to have this, you've got to have this, you've got to have this. Um, and, and so you read, away, and you read. Away. <laughs> yes. And you don't know what you're missing, you know, what, you know, and, um, uh, and I still maintain that I'm probably not as, you know, uh, I don't want to say exuberant because I'm even more exuberant now. I, I know how to channel it better. Let's yeah. just say that. And um, I, I still, it is the most important thing to me. And the, and really, honestly, we all have our gifts and we all have our purposes. And for me, my purpose is to let as many people know and have them, you know, be enlightened too. Um, I do it in everything that I do. So, yeah. So share, share a little bit about that because you you have a, a, a career. You're in, in um, you, you're in the world of home and uh, beautifying homes and spaces and design. So you you operate in that realm of people's mm -hmm. homes in a very intimate space. Yeah. Um, so I am very very. Um, clear that I am a life coach. So when people people uh -huh. come to me specifically for that, mm -hmm. but people come to you for for your design abilities, your your artistic creative abilities. So uh -huh. how do you bring in your purpose? Because I believe that we all have a function, we all have a purpose. And it is yeah. as the Course in Miracles would say, to be the light of the world and bring salvation yeah. to everybody. So yes. in your words, how mm -hmm. do you merge your purpose of being the light and sharing the good news that you have discovered inside of the fact that your regular job is, is not that? Well, um, it's probably not an accident that I'm in a creative field. Okay. So um, it's a little harder when you are in something that's very conservative, like a banking field or something like that. Um, for me, I share it. No, it's not a secret. Um, my social media shows it. At least my personal social media shows it. Well, yeah, my social media shows it. Um, I Everybody knows, but it's so funny because even when people don't know me, one of the very first things a lot of people say is, you actually glow. What is it about you? And I always like inside, I'm, I'm grateful, but I, it's very interesting to me because um, I've heard it so many times now that I'm taking it as fact. I glow. <laughs> so that light of the world is true. You know, um, but you can't hide it. You have to. I guess it is such a thing with me and I want to draw people in um, and you have to know how to draw people in. And, you know, some people have a harder time, you know, with that. And um, I think I'm I balance it well. And I think my kindness and my deep love for people show. So oh, absolutely. Not that hard was, for me to. That was one of the first things I noticed about you when I first met you. Um, I can't remember exactly when. I, I want to say maybe six to eight months ago. And mm -hmm. um, 
we happened to be at, at this at this, the same event and I was so mm -hmm. immediately uh, we, we both, it's like we looked at yes, each other and we're both drawn to each other. Yes. Each other. Let, let's talk a little bit about um, what what this glow is, because it, it comes from a deep place inside, but it does not come from somebody who just knows it in their head. It comes from somebody who is embodying it, is living it, the, that whole walking the talk, um, that that congruency. What are some of the things that you you can tell um, that since you started this journey into who you are today are characteristics that are that are just part of who you are? And you mentioned kindness. Um, you you did you did say that and your love of people. But what are other ways that are really obvious to you are big changes in how you show up in the world versus the old Anne? Well, I'm much more patient. Um, you know, when you make it all about you, when that's all it is, it's your agenda, you know. So um, if you are a stronger, you know, a person who can take on responsibilities and make your way into the world and and have courage to go out there, um, sometimes that comes, maybe most times, that comes with a little bit of a controlling um, personality because you want to control the situations. Um, I don't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> um, I am much more patient. Um, I've always been a good listener, but more so now I, people always say sometimes, you know, gosh, we spent this whole hour just talking about me. What about you? I always make it about the other person. Um, and in some ways, that's kind of like, you know, me. I don't try to steal the spotlight. I shine it on someone else. So that acceptance um, for who someone is um, radiates. And I think that's what they call a glow. Um it's that love for someone that you want to connect with someone that I think is what they call the glow. Yes. You know, it, it is the glow of love and yes. it, it is, it is the glow that comes from a place so deep within that you are so mm -hmm. grounded. And so like you were saying, where we know that we're one with all that is because mm -hmm. for me, the spirit I inside of you shows you can't fake that. No, no, no. I can tell I'm very intuitive as a person. So, but you can't fake that. When I am around someone, all they do is talk the talk. I know exactly where they're coming from. <laughs> yes, and it is. We, we do develop that that intuition. Mm -hmm. the, the more, because it is an alignment. It, it is mm -hmm. a vibrational alignment. You're aligning to more of the truth of who you are. And, you know, one of the beautiful things like you were talking about patience shows up. And the only reason we can give up control is because we begin to cultivate trust. And inside of that cultivating trust, there is a, a recognition, at least it has been for me and with the clients that I work with, um, there is a recognition of the sameness inside of each and every one of us. And mm -hmm. that patience with other people is because I remember the times when I wasn't patient. The, mm -hmm. the trust 
uh, of God with whomever I'm dealing with that is not necessarily as aligned. Yes, maybe they can talk it, but they can't walk it. Mm -hmm. allows me to be gentle and compassionate because I was there too. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. Like Jesus was saying, we forgive them. They don't know what they were doing. Hell, I didn't know what I was doing until yeah. it real recent. And even, even still today, I have been shown what is possible, but I'm still living into it. It's like every day I'm dropping a, a an egoic human layer and more mm -hmm. of the radiance of who I am shines because it is, it's a removal process. Yeah. It's a peeling back um, thoughts and ideas that had me not allow my light to shine. And yeah. speaking about that, what are some of the thoughts and beliefs that you had to let go of for you to really um, accept not only the magnificence, but the, the purity, the holiness of that which is you totally and completely as God created you when you're in that full alignment? What are some of the layers that you had to let go of some of those beliefs. That <laughs> that what we that what we think is important is not, you know, uh -huh. um, it, your ego, I guess, as you put it, um, is part of everything. You know, you you strive for a certain status. You strive for the title. You strive for, um, you know, attention. Um, those things, you just automatically let them go. Um, when you finally accept him, you, you there is no room, you know, for all of those. And they just kind of fall away. Um, if you've had, uh, you know, some kind of destructive thing in your life, you just have no desire for it anymore. Yeah, and destructive you mean destructive patterns. You're talking about like give give me some examples of those destructive patterns for people who are uh, listening. Well, I was never a drug addict or alcoholic, but people do let that go. Um, you know, um, uh, it's those destructive things that are not good for us that mm -hmm. that you just really have no desire, your desire falls away for it. You see what's much better, you know, something much better is, is there instead of having to go to those to cope. Yeah. And, and that is, that is definitely something I have witnessed again with myself mm -hmm. and with all of the clients that I've worked with all these mm -hmm. years, especially with, mm -hmm. with uh, one of my sons who went through a four year drug adventure and mm -hmm. it was, it was, we have been so conditioned to go external to find yes. sources of, of satisfaction, to find mm -hmm. something outside of us to make us feel better because we have not been taught from, from the moment that we're itty bitty, from the moment that we're born, mm -hmm. how holy we are. We, we've always been told that God or source or spirit is outside of us and it's something we have to become. And when so many of those teachings set you up basically believing that there's something not okay inside of you. Well, we do, we do go towards drinking and drugging and sexing and rock and roll. And, and like yeah. you were saying, status, mm -hmm. things that make us feel important to fill a void. And that, that process takes time to let go of, um, 
externals as as ways of coping but definitely once you accept the truth of who you are there's no need for those substitutes and for some people it could be instantaneous for some people it takes years a long long time yeah. so that process is you know definitely want the listeners to to know that that they are when when we develop cultivate trust in god and we cultivate patience mm -hmm. it judgment has to go out the window as well because everybody's exactly. on the path that they're at and we we yeah. trust that everybody is being met exactly where they are because we're all the prodigal children that are all getting the same old grand party when we come back to yes. the truth of who we are um and i think the danger is sometimes you know we're all here to help each other through that yeah. journey i love that yeah. one um Rumi, i think said it um, we're all just walking each other home. Um, it, it's I think that that visual of each of us helping each of us go through it. The danger is in staying too alone with it too. Yeah. Yes, and that is and Ram Das. That's that line is also attributed to him because he said that also. But it's the same thing. The Course in Miracles says it. Rumi said it. Um, so many different sages throughout time have said it because where two or more are gathered, yes. there is love. Love is yes. a giving and a receiving um, experience. So there has to be another to give it to and receive from. Mm -hmm. So I, I love your bringing up that point about um we're, we're here to, to support each other. How are ways that you you have because I know that you deliberately support people. Share a little bit about some of the, the groups that you've done and, and the ways that you are serving specifically um, on this side of the aisle, not so much the decorating, uh, mm -hmm. but I do wanna get back to that in a little bit, but inside yeah. of the, the, the deliberate groups that you've created. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, um, I didn't create the Flourish group. It was a women's networking group, but I uh, managed, um, I led the Johns Creek chapter. And um, it was a very popular group. I, I left it in December because I'm starting something else. And um, I think the comments that I got from everyone is that this is a special group. This is you could feel love here. You could feel, you know, the connection. Um, and um, now I am starting the table and that is mine. And that will be um, eight. The daytime version will be eight women together uh, discussing different topics. In fact, our first topic has a spiritual component to it. And um, it is somebody that will bring a topic to the table and we all get to discuss it. But in that discussion, we are sharing with each other. Yeah. We are we are connecting with each other on a much deeper level. And and it is inevitable that we are going to affect each other. Yes. You know, so. So share. I'm always hungry for that. I, <laughs> I, I can't do chit chat. I only do deep conversations. So whoever gets in the conversation with me is going to end up being a deep conversation. So tell me, what, what does that mean to you? Um, because so many of us, yeah, so many of us remain at the chit chat level. We're so afraid to be um vulnerable transparent and really open up share share from some of the conversations that you've had 
um, like what are examples of when somebody can go deep with you where you can meet them at that place to to plant the seeds of what's possible especially if somebody who's listening is hungry for something deeper but they don't know what that deep is because they're surrounded with that chit chat surface conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i think you have to have a generous heart you know um it you know the generosity of wanting first of all to hear someone really hear and listen to someone and make them feel safe in a conversation it is amazing how many times my conversations have gone ended up talking about my faith and my relationship and what that has brought me that never even started that way yeah. it is just a progression because i i create a safe space for them so that that conversation conversation starts out somewhere but then it just gets deeper and deeper and deeper and people start opening up and um and that's where then you have an opportunity to go even deeper with someone. Yeah, so give me a couple of examples of of a deep conversation you've had recently and what are some things that uh, people felt so safe and comfortable in open up. So for example, well, being a coach, I do hear their deepest secrets. Yeah. Um, but in my classes, in my group classes, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. people who don't know each other when they come to the Wednesday mm-hmm. night Course of Miracles introduction class, mm-hmm. people walk in and never met each other, but the space mm-hmm. is created where some people will go to a place of, of speaking about things that happened to them when they were a child at the hands of an uncle, um, mm-hmm. like like a, a potential rape or, or mm-hmm. they witness mom or dad beating the other parent up. Mm-hmm. And and it, those things just open up the 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 door for mm-hmm. compassion and and being heard and kindness. What are some of the the deeper conversations that that you have been able to witness where there was a flowering of consciousness, there was a flowering of of God's Christness, um, Jesus's Christness that happened there? Because to me, that's what happens when we recognize that we are the light of the world. There's a potential for healing something a divide in the mind of the one who is carrying this heavy load but mm-hmm. when they feel heard to me that's that's what the deeper conversations are about what are some of the deeper ones for you um gosh they just evolve but i mean i went to lunch the other day with someone and um I know she is a deep person anyway, um, because I know her, but, um, and, you know, we've had conversations before and they've been wonderful and they've been to a certain depth, but I think this lunch that we had, it was three hours. I mean, and it went by so fast. Um, It was just to the point where this conversation that we were having really led to what each one of us is experiencing and how we're experiencing that. And, um, and she is an awakened person, but you can go, there is no limit to how deep you're going to go 
there is no limit to how much you're going to learn because it's limitless. So each time you get together, especially with someone who is enlightened that way, they the conversation can go deeper and deeper and deeper. And I think that's what happened this time is we both just started talking about things that have happened to us through this process that we were both amazed at. So I really think it's really um, not being afraid to be the one that asks the questions. You know, it it really is that is if you are going into it with, um, with the intent that it's not going to be, it's going to be a deep conversation and you know that you want to really learn about this person and you want to affect their life because we never know when our last moment is going to be you may be the last conversation someone has yeah so it is that important that's why i treat every one of them that with that much importance and i don't make chit chat because this could be the last conversation someone has yes and and hi virginia for joining us so if, if this was the last conversation someone had and they happened to have it with you, mm-hmm. what would be some of the truths that you would want to share with them? Let's say they're totally open. They want to hear anything and everything you have to say. They, they have come to that place of complete curiosity and surrender to the what else is possible. And they can feel that you have achieved something that they would like some. You've got that glow of love going on. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be some of the things that you would want to share with them? Um, you know, I'm not shy. I start <laughs> talking about Jesus. <laughs> I just really do. I start talking about Jesus and I just, um, I, and I have never ever been because I, I approach it with a very loving heart I've never been shot down about it. Maybe some people hear me only surface when I talk about it. Um, But I know I'm making a little bit of a, of a chip, like I'm chipping away a little bit and I'm making them think because I approach it with, from a point of love and acceptance, not from a point of judgment or this is what you have to do. Absolutely. Um, you know, and I really think it's the manner that you that you do it. But um, for me, I talk to them about what has helped me, you know, along the way, how I what a difference has made to me. So I I'm not shy. I, I go right to Jesus. So tell me. So talk to me like I'm somebody who, because I don't know exactly what you know about Jesus. I'm sure there are some commonalities, but Mm -hmm. what, what about Jesus would, would you share with me that would allow me to better understand why I would want to cultivate that relationship with this being that walked among us 2000 years ago called Jesus? Well, first of all, it was God, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it is the, the magnitude of the love that was that he had to basically be crucified for us. I mean, 
you know, think about it. You know, that is ultimate love. It is, it is unconditional love for us, each one of us to, um, you know, to know a peace and, and, and his love and, um, and follow him. I, I really basically would talk about that to you. Um, how are you doing? How are you doing on your own? You know, how, you know, um, how do you handle situations that come up? How do you handle fear and, and everyday life? Um, now, if you don't have him, so that's kind of where it starts. And then it, kind of progresses depending on where that person is. Yes, because one of the the beautiful things about the the relationship that I'm cultivating is mm-hmm. yes, Jesus and God are one and the same. It's the same mm-hmm. consciousness, it's that same yeah. energy. And what it has done for me is is help is bring me to a place of fearlessness, a place of realizing mm-hmm. There is absolutely nothing that can have more power over me because I was not created to be overtaken by thoughts, Mm -hmm. by human Mm -hmm. doings. Um, I was created to be the light of the world, to be in my eternalness. And my invulnerability lies in that I'm the exact same energy that Jesus is Mm -hmm. because there can't be a God and a Jesus over there Mm -hmm. somewhere because Mm -hmm. if we were separate, what they are, what it is, would have to end for me to start as a separate being. So in that yeah, one, basically, oh. he who is in us is stronger than he who is in the world. So that is, in a nutshell, what you know. Once you know that, nothing can hurt you. And that level of peace that comes from mm-hmm. having that the comforter, the what, yeah. whatever you want to call it. There's so many words that even in religion, there's such beautiful words. Counselor. You know, mm-hmm. Counselor. Yes. Yeah, so many, the Prince of Peace, so many mm-hmm. beautiful words. What What is something that you have come to realize that through your relationship has allowed you to look at the church differently than how you might have seen it when you were younger, because it has altered my perception of the church completely in, in, a, in a really beautiful, compassionate way. Um, what, are, what are some of the ways it's shifted your perception, this, this personal relationship that you're having now? Um, I think the original, you know, well, not the Apostles Church, but um, when they started getting, getting political, um, it was about people wanting, you know, basically power. Um, and, and it's just kind of progressed from there. Um, uh, it is, let's face it, we're all frail and we're all, you know, we're all lost until we know him. So, um, until you finally just make it all about him and it's just working through you, then you really um, don't know how to relate to people in a way that that is going to be the most beneficial. So um, I think religion is a man-made thing and faith is a God thing. 
So, um, you know, whenever anybody, it's kind of like creating a club, you know, you're going to put your own rules to it, you know? Um, and, you know, some churches, some churches are like that. And they're, 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 um, they don't teach you about a relationship. They don't teach you how, you know, what that is. Um, there's a whole, you know, supernatural world out there that we oh, can't yeah. see. And, yeah. and once you start realizing that and you plug into it, which lately I've been plugging into that more and more, yeah. um, it is amazing what that, um, what level that gets you to, too. And I think that's where hu men, humans, are afraid to go to, you know, because that's oh, yeah. where they think they lose their control. Oh, absolutely. And uh, like you, I came to realize that the whole, the institutionalized religion with the rules, the regulations that place God yeah. outside of me that, that, created a middle person that I had to go through to get to God. It didn't resonate with me as a child. And then as yeah. an adult, when I began to have my own um, experiences with, with uh, source, and I call it all kinds of different things. Actually, it told me to call it, it gave me an acronym, um, G-S-E-L. It got mm -hmm. at the source of the energy of love. So I call it GESEL. The mm -hmm. short for the acronym. Yeah, okay. When it said to me that, you know, God being the source of the energy of mm -hmm. love, it, it's everywhere present all the time. God is in everything mm -hmm. we see. So mm -hmm. God cannot be outside of me and I cannot need a middle person to get to that which is already within me. Well, that's what Jesus died for. Exactly. And so that you don't need someone in between. He's yeah. your Yeah, so I just lost you there for a second. Um, there we say what you were just saying again, Ann. He is your well, what? In other words, he is your intercessor. He is the channel to God. You know, well, he is God, but um, yeah. you don't need anyone in between there. It, it is that is not necessary. And um, again, that is a structure. I mean, it existed during Jesus' times. It's the Pharisees were that. You know, they yeah. created all these rules, and and you know, no one could even you know reach those rules. Only they could reach yeah. those rules. So. Um, yeah. And as we come to know, I know it has for me, and, I, and I'm observing this with so many of the clients that I've had the, the privilege of working with for a long time. When you begin to accept this as your truth and you really integrate it at the deeper levels and you begin mm -hmm. to recognize that oneness with, with spirit, with God, with source, mm -hmm. um, and you, you meld into that alignment that you are one with that, it absolutely changes everything. Needing something external goes away. Whether it's something yeah. external as a teacher to, to other than a guide that might share with you some added mm -hmm. information, some of their experiences, mm -hmm. but it's a sharing. It's not a telling. Um, yeah. Or exactly. whether it's drugs or something external to validate you, like you know, money or or whatever it might be to make you feel mm -hmm. like you're somebody. As, as those layers drop of, of separation and you come to that knowingness of who you really are, something magical happens. And the, the magical, the miraculous, like you said, 
for me, it began to let me know that there was an unseen world I had no idea about because I was so focused on just what my eyes could see. I couldn't go to the places where I needed that spiritual vision, that third eye vision, whatever you want to call it, that knowingness that took me to the realm because when when I was given that acronym, God is the source of the energy. It is an energy that is expressing mm -hmm. itself in human form, but to come mm -hmm. to know what that energy is, is the realm of the unseen. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. it's what people would call woo-woo. And many people were put to death. You know, the, those, the witches um, were nothing more than, than people who were connected to truth and, and were actually put to death because they did not need to follow um, follow a leader they were following source within share a little bit about what you're discovering in that unseen world because i love that you know, to me if you want to talk deep that would be a deep <laughs> conversation for me <laughs> that would be a deep conversation um so this year i started speaking in tongues um that was that was amazing for me that this language just comes out of me yeah. that I don't even know. Um, and, um, and to me, it's um, my own private prayer language. Uh, so that in itself, when that happened, I've just been uh, more conscious that, that there are there is that world around me that is happening. So, so I tap into it more. Whenever I, whenever I, um, I can bring it up at will now. At first I couldn't, at first it was just, it would come out. Now I bring it up, I can bring it up at will and I realized through it, if there was some question I was asking, I would get the answer from it. So now, I'm operating from a point of view where, um, you know, answers can come from questions, um, and 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 um, and just I don't know. I can't explain it. It's it's. I have not seen anything yet. You know, I haven't seen spirits. I haven't. I haven't seen things. But um, there is a knowing. There is like a connection to knowing that um, that uh, there is so much more. And I'm I'm just looking forward to what the next thing is that I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna be made aware of, you know, through this because I'm. It's it's just such an interesting um, an interesting thing, and my intuitive. Um, abilities have gotten more sharp too yeah, through it. Totally, mine too. <clears throat> and what you're calling um, speaking in tongues, because I do follow quite a few other teachers who are, and, mm -hmm. and not just teachers, just beings who have mm -hmm. come into their own alignment with source, with spirit. Mm -hmm. And for some of them, they call it light language. They're speaking mm -hmm. what we would speak. Um, when we are all operating from that energetic space, from being pure mm -hmm. light, the the, mm -hmm. the the light of what the creator is, because I am mm -hmm. the light of the world, is because mm -hmm. light is what God is, and mm -hmm. so they call it light language, and it's it's just beautiful. Some mm -hmm. some people that I follow, 
they sing in light language and mm -hmm. that or speaking in tongues. However, you know, we would want to label it. I like but, the light language. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and but you can feel mm -hmm. the how how powerful and how amazing it is. Oh. It's, it's profound. It's profound. It starts because, deep in your gut and it just yeah. like rolls through your body. I mean, yeah. it, it, it is, um, it, it is amazing. Um, and, and that is just one thing. What else? I mean, I'm just excited to see what else is going to happen that I can like feel what that is. And, um, you know, you kind of want more and more and more. Um, um, and it, you know, it gets to a point where, you know, nothing else really, everything pales to. It does. Um, it, that. Everything pales. Everything pales mm -hmm. to that level of peace and connection yes. and oneness and knowingness. Yeah. I mean, it transcends all human limitations, which is it why does. that language is mm -hmm. so beautiful because mm -hmm. you cannot understand it with the mind. You have to feel it with mm -hmm. the heart. And mm -hmm. once you feel the vibration, because it's vibrational, mm -hmm. once you feel that resonance and you attune to to that experience, yeah. it just moves you. Mm -hmm. Let's switch the conversation now that we went this far. Let's go a little further. Um, okay. So one of the things that that for me has become very clear that so many of us are being being tapped, if you will, on the shoulder given us an mm -hmm. opportunity to to align, to accept um, mm -hmm. Jesus, God, Source, Buddha, wh whoever it is that you're being called to to allow mm -hmm. um, into your into your consciousness as mm -hmm. as the expression of of God. Once mm -hmm. we say yes to that, we eventually do get taken to the places of recognition of our oneness, not just with each other on this yeah. planet, but our planet being one in the solar system, our solar system being one with other solar systems in the galaxy, our galaxy being one with all galaxies in, in the universe of universes. And the what we are gets bigger and grander and, and so out of my imagination, because my imagination has been so condensed in in my moments of relaxation, when I just allow source to give me visuals, mm -hmm. what I see, my mind cannot comprehend, but I can feel that it is the truth of who I am. Mm -hmm. In that space, I realize that we are so loved and protected, that we have brothers and sister beings throughout the whole galaxies, throughout our solar system. Um, that are there waiting to assist, that are supporting us, that are guiding us, that are, that are, uh, if you want to call on a guide, if you're not quite ready to go to the Jesus level, but you're ready for an angel, if you're not ready for an angel, but you want guidance, if you're not ready for something you don't know, but you're calling on an ancestor, it's, it's as if God is showing up in all of its magnificent, infinite, uh, non-physical forms to bring us to a place where we can feel that peace. Has that been your experience? I have not gone to the other universes yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have not gone to that. Um, but um, I think the the speaking in tongues is for me, it's a, how, do, how can I explain this? It is 
Yes, it is that deeper relationship because now you really have knowledge that you are, you know, connected, you know, mm -hmm. and you are one and, and, um, and it starts you thinking towards your bigger purpose. Like you want to know what your bigger purpose is. Um, and having the same, um, you know, attitude about the same, I, I don't want to call it God's mindset, but, you know, um, really tapping into what that unconditional love is yeah. and, um, and what that would look like if that existed amongst all of us. Yeah. And um, so it's um, there is a connectedness. Yeah, maybe that's what you are saying is there is a connectedness. I have not gone beyond this universe with it yet, but um, but I do believe in angels. But then again, I also believe in demons. Mm -hmm. So there that that um, that other world that we can't see includes both. And it, and it just depends on what it is that we're being shown, because in my world, it did include both. And then it, it does not at all. There There is absolutely no darkness anywhere where I've been taken. And I think we're all shown exactly what we need. I had not gone out to the universe of universes until that, that's really more recent. Mm -hmm. And. I, I was so grateful for the preparations that have moved me little by little to mm -hmm. accepting more and more and more. It might have blown <laughs> my mind if, if um, well, let me say, let me see, because in 2007, in, in August, when I had my encounter of the best kind, which mm -hmm. is when I came to know myself as one with, with source, mm -hmm. just everything was shown to me and, and it took me it's still, you know, taking me years. That was 13 years ago. It's still taking mm -hmm. me years and will take me, I'm sure, for the rest mm -hmm. of this lifetime to assimilate all that was shown to me in that mm -hmm. in that 45 minute encounter. Um, but there was absolutely no darkness. There was none of that. There was no source of it. God, God being the source of light, nothing that is unlike light could exist inside of what God is. But the darkness was our own blocks to the light, our own and you know in that we would block it that we would create that that sense of separation and that darkness and and feel um the heaviness of that yes that that was shown to me how i did it to me and my work has been to help people see how they do that to themselves which of course is what the world our, our human planet is uh beginning to see that greed that selfishness that Mm -hmm. sense of separation and of lack has created so much darkness here. So here we have so much work to do to come to the place of um, remembering that we are the light of the world. But listen, we are, we're here towards the, the top of the hour. I want you mm -hmm. to take this time and share not only um, how do you align with source? Give us a tip, give us a, an idea and whatever parting words you would love to leave with people so that they, they get to, you know, take a nugget of your wisdom with them today. Well, um, I think if you just make him part of your every day, I mean, he's the first person I talk to in the morning. I pray. Um, I pray a lot. Uh, I, I always 
I talk to Holy Spirit. I, I tap into that and have him help me, you know, when I need some help or, or I need some guidance. I ask for guidance. Um, I just live my, my daily life aligned. And um, it doesn't mean that I'm perfect. And it doesn't mean that life always goes my way. <laughs> it, there are challenges in this life. And but it makes it. Um, so much easier, so much better knowing that I have that. So, um, and, you know, I just look forward to having it get deeper with me. And I look forward to sharing with as many people as I can. I have gone onto airplanes and talked to people next to me about it. Um, it always, somehow there is always someone there that's receptive to me talking about it. So if all of us who are there spend more time sharing, more of the message will be shared. Oh, absolutely. I feel that when those students are, are ready, we, as those that are teaching, sharing, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm spreading the good news that that we appear we are we're put in the right places at the right time that's all part of the process of trusting so if people wanted to connect with you Mm -hmm. besides here through facebook and of course when this is a podcast um they can't do it through facebook what would be a good way for people to connect with you either so that they can reach out to you for your design services your interior services interior design services or to talk to you because you are a fascinating person that I'm sure some people are going to want to connect with. Thank you. Um, well, my email is um, my name, A-N-N-E-C-I-C-C-O-N-I at gmail.com. Um, and um, my website is whitehorseinteriors.build, B-U-I-L-D. And um, I'd love to connect with as many people as as are interested because I love like like you know I love to share and and hear about them and and help them and and do whatever I can yes well you have a big 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 beautiful bold heart and I love Mm -hmm. that about you that's just been one of those beautiful things about getting to know you is getting to know a sister on the journey that in your own way in your own language where we're and in my own way, my own language, we're saying what we're saying because, you know, we are, there's 8 billion people on the planet and each of us has to hear it in a different way, um, yeah. in a unique way. So I want to invite everybody to join me next week when I am going to have as my guest on March the 9th, um, Ash Reese. And Ash is just a beautiful being. He's a musician. He is just a delightful soul, all on fire for truth, sharing the gospel that we are We are the one that we've been waiting for. We are the source. We are love. We are God in a very beautiful, humble way. And of course, he uses incredible humor. I just, one of the things that I love about him is how fun he is. So come spend an hour with me next week for the next episode of Align with Lina on March the 9th with Ash Reese. And um, thank you so much, Anne, for being here with me today. I I am so touched by your taking the time to be with me and sharing with our audience, your, your incredible wisdom. And oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having this. This is a wonderful thing that you're doing. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And to know more about what I've got going on, go to lineorlando.com and uh, 
pick up the free gift, which is called the Soul's Journey. It's it's a video series, six videos that will will take you through the six phases that we go through when we forget the truth of who we are and then how to how to align with it. All right, everybody. Thanks a bunch and have a magnificent day. We love you all. Bye-bye.